You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Cardinals is a daily podcast talking everything St. Louis Cardinals. I am your host, Lucas Smith. Follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Well, this is not what I thought I was going to be doing for my third show. I thought we were going to have baseball to talk about, but sadly, Cardinals have had another player test positive for the COVID-19 virus that has led to the cancellation of the entire series this weekend at Chicago. And if history shows us anything, that positive test might lead to more positive tests, which might lead to more postponements or cancellations. Today on the podcast, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the effects that we'll have on St. Louis and Chicago, uh, dealing with scheduling issues and how the Cubs and Cardinals will have to adapt to that. But first, I will go ahead and recap with you what happened this morning. I woke up. I was super excited. I was ready for some Cardinal baseball to happen. And then I opened my Twitter and I found myself looking and staring at a little bit while because I was in shock at a tweet from Mark Saxon from The Athletic saying, per sources, tonight's STL Cards game has been postponed due to further COVID-19 test results. And I was just shocked. I was very upset. And, you know, I was frustrated. I'm sure all of you guys are frustrated with it too. It's a very frustrating thing to have to have happen we are already first cardinal game in nine days is supposed to happen and then all of a sudden we don't know when the next cardinal game is going to happen because of this uh, COVID-19 test um but the cardinals haven't played a game since july 29th and that's that's problematic they're trying to play 55 games in 52 days that uh they're gonna have to try and get 55 games in 49 days now um today would have been the first time all 30 teams would have been back playing in over a week and a half that's not gonna happen either um, good, the good news about this silver lining is that it's only one positive test. Yes, it's going to delay a whole series, but the one positive test is a bit of a silver lining. Um, but th- I mean, that, that being said, it could lead to more, like I talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, but the game at, at first, it was just tonight's game was going to be postponed. They were going to try and get it in. But right before I started recording uh, this episode, they did announce that the entire series uh, was canceled, which, which I thought was going to happen anyways, just because of the history of how MLB has handled all the COVID-19 tests. Uh, and it was frustrating because of the last couple of days we had seen nothing but negative test results. Uh, you know, negative testing, the uh, contract testing came back clear and everything like that. But then all of a sudden you had this one positive case and you have to almost redo all of it. Their contract contract tracing right now and getting other tests in this Friday afternoon. And, uh, you know, they're trying to determine if there are more positives. Uh, it was determined that the player is, you know, Mark Saxon tweeted that the player that came along with this virus was with the team. It wasn't somebody that wasn't, you know, with the team. It wasn't like one of their tech squad members. It was somebody that was with them in Milwaukee for seven days or, you know, uh, three or four days there as well as Detroit. Or they were supposed to play in Detroit. They didn't actually go to Detroit. Uh, but it was somebody there interacting with everybody. So that that's that announces for some concern in, in and of itself that this person was uh, interacting with others and uh, they think it's a pitcher. So that could, you know, the Cardinals pitching depth has already been hit a little bit with the other COVID-19 cases. So 
you know, looking at it from just a baseball standpoint, you got to wonder if it is a pitcher, where does it where does it affect them in their bullpen depth? Which they have a little leeway still, or does it affect them in their starting pitching depth? Which, you know, they've they've been knocked down a couple of different starters throughout the year, so um, so that's you know not something that you like to see. Uh, but it, it's led to a lot of frustration, um, and it's led to a lot of questions on what the Cardinals' COVID protocols have been, and whether or not the Cardinals have broken those protocols. Um, there have been reports, there were reports, a couple people floating the idea around that Cardinals were in casinos before uh, they, you know, they're out and about in casinos. Those seem to be false. Uh, there's an article on the St. Louis Post-Dispatch that was posted on Wednesday, written by uh, written by Derek Gould of the Post-Dispatch. Um, that kind of goes into details of it, but basically there's uh, this hotel and casino, uh, the Potawatomi Hotel and Casino reviewed their list um, on who visited the casino on Thursday and uh, determined that they had no record of a visit from a member of the Cardinals, according to a spokesperson. Um, there was um, there was some speculation, pictures that Fowler was at, like I talked about a little bit today, Fowler was at a drive-by casino, but that was determined to be weeks before the season started. Um, so that w- wouldn't have anything to do with it. So people are still trying to float around this casino. Uh, business is true, but the you know the, the facts. If you look at the St. Louis Post Dispatch article, the title of it is "Facts Refute Claims that Cardinals Got COVID-19 at Casino." Um, contact tracing has determined that it was from um, an outside member in St. Louis, but the casino bit seems to be um, false. And that, you know that frustration has led to a lot of people on Twitter kind of being angry at St. Louis and kind of you know you, you, you get these angry people on Twitter that kind of tweet about you know these crazy things, like, kick them out of the league, they're ruining it for everybody. Uh, well, right now they're not ruining it for everybody. They're ruining it for, yes, I mean they're ruining it for Milwaukee, Detroit, and Chicago, trying to you know adjust their schedules. And I'm not saying I'm not frustrated. I'm not saying I'm not angry at the St. Louis Cardinals, but I am saying that we're still dealing with people who are getting contracted, who are contracting this disease in the middle of a global wide health pandemic. This is not something to make fun of. This is not something to mock at. This is not something to shame the St. Louis Cardinals for. It's something to be frustrated about. Absolutely. It's a frustrating situation. If we've learned anything from 2020, we've learned that we're going to get frustrated. But there's a line to be understanding with this with this frustration. These St. Louis Cardinal players, like I said, they're still people that we have to recognize that. Um, and they're being affected by this too. I mean, you, you know, you got to feel for the, these Cardinal players that have been stuck in their hotel rooms, and they were stuck in their hotel rooms in Milwaukee for four, five, six days at a time, and not allowed to leave. I saw Austin Gomber tweet out a photo early last week, early this week, excuse me, a uh, picture of the out, outdoors, and the caption was, I wonder what that looks like, or <laughs> something to that effect. And, you know, the, the mental toll on these players is not to be forgotten. They were able to get out, and they were able to go back to St. Louis yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, and today, and I have workouts there yesterday and Wednesday. So you know that that's got to be good for them. But the mental toll of them just being stuck in a rut in terms of uh, being stuck at their hotels for a week has got to be mentally exhausting. Uh, there there have been statements made by DeYoung and Molina that they're sorry for this and they're frustrated with it themselves. So the frustration is not lost on the players. Is all I'm saying. Molina and DeYoung both issued apologies. Molina through Instagram, DeYoung through the team. Uh, for getting the COVID-19 virus and uh, both asking the respect of their privacy. And I think that, you know, people want the seventh name of the person who got COVID. I'm sure there's a good chance that the person who got COVID today will release their names. But at the end of the day, if they don't want to release their names, that's on them. And if that's their privacy, that's okay. Uh, as long as we know the number and as long as, you know, the Cardinals have a right to know in terms of contact tracing. And that that's all fine and well. But in terms of finding out who they are to find blame, I think that, you know, Mosaic said, 
his his Mazzotic's comments was that it was uh, shameful or sickening. I believe was the word he used to talk about finding the 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 source. I don't think it's sickening to find the source. I think it's it, it can be considered a little bit rude to look for and find and to play the blame game. At this point, there's no point in playing the blame game and finding anybody to blame. Let's just find where this whole thing started through contract tracing. Let's try and keep the health protocols down. Or the, excuse me, let's try and wrap up the health protocols and follow them more directly. And then let's move on and see if we can't get this thing under control. I talked about on Wednesday, there was a similar outbreak in the European Soccer League that they got under control. And I think that MLB has a chance to do that here as well. They did the, they did the same thing with Miami. Uh, Philadelphia had a scare because they played Miami, but Miami has had no positive cases. And by the way, the Marlins are on fire right now. They're 6-1 and one heading into today, and they are playing really well after their COVID-19 break. Um, so hopefully whenever the Cardinals get out of their COVID-19 break, they will get the uh, the same hot streak going for St. Louis. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's frustrating, yes, but instead of trying to, trying to find blame and kicking them out and all these different things, let's take a step back and realize that we're dealing with people in a global health pandemic getting diseases. Um, and it's gonna—it's frustrating, but at the end of the day, it's, it's frustrating, and that has to be the end of that story. I'm very frustrated. I'm very upset. I was hoping to watch Cardinal Baseball. I was really excited to talk about a baseball game with you guys. I'm sure you guys are getting tired of hearing me talk about COVID-19 and how the Cardinals can't come back, not how they are have come back, as in past tense. I'm sure that's frustrating for you guys, um, but hopefully we can talk about Cardinal Baseball real soon uh, because right now they're not going to play for the next three days, and that's going to lead with uh, a transition into the schedule. Changes in schedules, and they already had different doubleheaders announced, and I will talk about the schedule change um, in, in just a moment, how the Cardinals and Cubs can adapt and uh, how that's going to affect them as well. Uh, but first, I want to tell you about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And you can write locked on on their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com And if you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. And I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they've created non-contact deliveries. So now whenever I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I have been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. You guys need to be supporting your, lo- your local neighborhood spots right now. I've been only ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't d- just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off right outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. And right now, for Locked On listeners, a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 off free delivery for credit for free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free delivery, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 off 
free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. All right, so we've gone over that the Cardinals and Cubs series has been postponed, but what does that mean for the rest of the season? Uh, The schedule is really in a state of limbo right now. The Cardinals and Cubs are both going to have to adjust to this. Uh, The Cardinals have had their last 10 games postponed, and that is, you know, not going to be... That effect is not going to be a light effect. It's going to be a heavy effect. And really, if you ask me, the whole season right now is uh, is at a tipping point. The Cardinals before today already had to fit in 55 games into 52 games, I, 52 days, I believe it was. And now you have to fit 55 games into 49 days. And they already had double sched- or double headers announced for the other games that they had to reschedule. Uh, they were originally going to play a home and home series with the Detroit Tigers this week. Uh, first. It's going to be rescheduled as two different doubleheaders for Detroit. The first is on August 13th at Detroit, and the second was on Thursday, September 10th at Busch Stadium. And the original game against Chicago, that was going to be the Field of Dreams game, that has also been postponed. They said that was not because of COVID-19 in the Cardinals. That was just scheduling conflicts overall. Take that with what you will. It's going to get rescheduled regardless. And that's been moved to Friday, August 14th at uh, Chicago White Sox Stadium, guaranteed rate field. And then the three-game series against Milwaukee that was originally supposed to be last weekend has been rescheduled as part of three doubleheaders. Monday, September 14th, Wednesday the 16th, and Friday the 25th. First two at Miller Park and the last two at Bush Stadium. Well, the Brewers will serve at home team for the first game. So you already have a lot of off days filled with doubleheaders. And now you'd assume you're either going to have to fill up off days uh, with with Cubs doubleheaders or make every single series of doubleheaders. 55 games in 49 days is not easy. Um, and this, like I said, this is going to cause both the Cubs and the Cardinals to adjust to all of this. Baseball, for, you know, t- looking at it from just an athlete standpoint, not just the, the team standpoint, but just a specific athlete's standpoint. Baseball is a muscle memory sport. I mean, I remember I played baseball in high school, and if I would go three days without swinging a bat, my bat speed on that fourth day was a lot slower than it was three days ago. I know that these guys are professionals, but if you're stuck in your hotel room, and if the best you can do, if you're Jack Flaherty, is throw up your bed and try and throw a baseball at a, at a mattress from, I mean, you probably can't even get more than five, six feet away from that thing. You're, you're going to have to have more than that just to prep for a major league baseball game. So that's going to be tough to deal with. And then you have the high injury rate that, that you got to think of. We've had a number of uh, high-quality arms go down across Major League Baseball this year because of injury. Clayton Kershaw's start was delayed because he had back spasms. Justin Verlander's done for the year as well. Miles Michaelis is done for the year. He had a pre-existing injury, but you have a a large number of pitchers going down with injuries. I know Scott Boris, who say what you will about Scott Boris, I think this concern is a valid one, has expressed concerns about the rapid rate of injuries because of the uh, playing conditions for the players. And I think that that is something that has to be kept in mind. I mean, the Cardinals have already shown that they they are willing to adjust their rotation, their lineup, if you will, because of injury. Jack Flaherty wasn't going to start today because Schilt wanted to get him an extra bullpen, or extra bullpen or two, rather, I should say. So it, it'll be interesting to see how the Cubs and Cardinals adjust to this, especially with Chicago. This is their first disruption because of COVID-19. The Cubs are the only team to date without a COVID-19 case. I know that I was uh, locked on Cubs podcast, talked about the other day that the Major League Baseball went to Theo Epstein and the Cubs to look at, hey, how are you guys doing it? Maybe we can implement more league-wide rules. Which I'll talk about the league-wide adjustments here in a minute. 
but I mean the Cardinals are going to have to follow protocol a little bit more and it'll be interesting to see how both the Cubs and Cardinals adjust their rotation or lineups due to injury and due to this disruption in the schedule that's you know, speaking of that protocol that I was talking about, MLB after the Cardinals and Marlins outbreak released a new protocol. There's an article in The Athletic written by Andy McCullough um, that kind of details this a little bit. And it really shows how revamped that the health protocols are. There was a six-page memo sent out, and uh, The Athletic read it. And some of the uh, changes include that masks are now mandatory in all clubhouses, buses, and planes. Uh, there's no eating and talking on the planes that is uh, strictly prohibited. Uh you have to ask permission to leave the team hotel on the road. These are just a few of the changes. Um, and what I find interesting in the, in the Athletic, the, the Athletic uh, interviewed three different health experts, and they all thought that these methods would be very effective. And the effectiveness is not something that I'm questioning here with this article, but what, the, with art, what this article does question, what I question is, how do you enforce these things? Um, the, these are MLB players, adults, that have been playing this game for 20, 30 years, depending on how old you are and how far you go back of what level. And these are very much so creatures of habit. Uh, we, we all are. We're all human. We all have different things that we do day to day. And these health protocols are disrupting that habit. You know, I'm an, I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm an umpire for high school sports, and there's a complex that I umpired at this summer that said, hey, if you see anybody spitting seeds, you have to tell them not to. And, and, it's, and it's tough when you have that kind of uh, rule that you want to enforce when, you know, spitting seeds on a baseball field is, is part of baseball to some people. You know, some people won't go on a baseball field without having seeds or stuff to chew. And that, that's just one small example of something. But it just goes to show of how difficult these things can be to enforce. And that's at, you know, the high school junior high level that I was umpiring at. This is We're talking about major league baseball players trying to enforce different health protocols. The article in The Athletic that I'm referencing talked about the threat of punishment from the commissioner's office that says that the league intends to send written warnings before levying discipline. Um, and in that memo, MLB references subjecting players to the collective bargaining agreements, quote, just cause provisions, end quote. Um, the union didn't comment on that, but it just it'll be interesting to see if the league tries to enforce these protocols um, and how they will choose to do so. But regardless, I think that these protocols uh, can be effective. It's just a matter of the question of the enforcement. It's something, something to think about, and uh, it's a good read on the Athletic if you have a subscription there. Um, but yeah, so bottom line, at the end of the day, Cardinals have another positive COVID-19 test, COVID-19 test, and it's extremely frustrating. It is what it is. Cardinals series against Chicago this weekend has been postponed. Next time you'll hear from me will be Monday, regardless if the Cardinals play or not. Hopefully, I can tell you about how there have been no more positive tests and how the Cardinals can work on beating Pittsburgh. The next scheduled game is against Pittsburgh on Monday at 7-15. But that will do it for me, and that will do it for this episode of Locked on Cardinals. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Hoping to get a Twitter set up for the show soon as well. Wherever you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are, make sure you are subscribed to it, like it, uh, follow it, subscribe, whatever that button says, and rate it as well. Thanks for listening. Once again, my name is Lucas Smith. You're listening to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll